It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. Scar! Scar! The San Jose Sharks proudly present Sharks Hockey Digest. Here's your host, Dan Rusinowski. The 2020-21 NHL season was a shortened one for the Sharks due to the COVID pandemic. Only 56 games in length. But it was a long season in that the Sharks, with a 21-28-7 record and 49 points, didn't qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs for a second consecutive year. In spite of that disappointment, much progress was made to get the club exactly where it needs to be, in the thick of things in the discussion for Stanley Cup championship. On today's show, we'll examine some of the takeaways from this campaign. We'll talk about the development of culture inside the Sharks' locker room, We'll hear what got better, we'll find out more from a coaching perspective what happened, and we'll look ahead to next year. All of this coming up right now on Sharks Hockey Digest. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. Let's get some takeaways from the 2021 NHL season. We'll start with Sharks head coach Bob Bugner. The positive things for me is that I think that we've, uh, you know, we've implemented um, four or five guys, which I feel will be full-time NHLers uh, and already are in, uh, um, you know, and there's more and there could be more. And, but I'm just thinking of the names that I think, uh, you know, have made strides and have established themselves. I think uh, um, Gambrell being one of the guys that was a question mark coming in. Uh, Nishoff, obviously, uh, uh, having a rookie season like he did. I think uh, the pickup of Balsers, um, you know, I think that was a great pickup for us, and he's going to really help us next year. Uh, Barabanov, who signed, obviously, at the trade deadline, was a, was a nice trade for us. And, uh, you know, you put him in there, and then you, you, you got the Gregors and you got the Leonards and guys like that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to miss anybody off the list, but those are the guys that come to mind at – you know, last year at this time um, or, or after last season, we weren't talking about any of those names. And uh, um, I don't know if a lot of teams could say that, um, you know, going through the season. Yeah, we're not where we want to be. But, um, you know, minus uh, um, the work that, you know, Doug has, has talked about yesterday in his media, um, you know, improving the team in the offseason. Um, that's a pretty big turnaround. Captain Logan Couture put the year in perspective. Yeah, it was, uh an interesting season, um, you know, a difficult start for us to, you know, be, be thrown to, to be in Arizona for camp and then start, start the season on the road and, you know, all the restrictions and all that, um, you know, that we, we had some good moments as a, as a team, but, uh, overall, I mean, I think everyone was disappointed where we're at when, when you miss the playoffs and, um, you know, for the second year in a row, it's never easy, uh, losing sucks in this league. Um, this year, especially it sucks when, you know, the circumstances are, are much different than normal and everyone's isolated and, 
uh, it's definitely uh, tougher to, to lose. But uh, like I said, there's some positives we can take. Um, but as of right now, I think uh, a break is, is needed um, just to kind of get away and, um, you know, refocus and recharge. Uh, obviously, we wish we'd be playing, you know, in, in a week, but that's not the case right now. So our focus as a group needs to be on next year and uh, improving to, uh, to get to where we want to be. Evander Kane led the team in scoring. He had this view of the whole campaign. I think from a team perspective, uh, you know, we got an opportunity or a lot of these young guys got an opportunity to showcase themselves at this level. Um, hopefully gain some experience and understand uh, what they need to work on and get better at um, to be a more productive player uh, for our group uh, next year. And hopefully that's a, a positive and pays off. Um, and I think we obviously with the new coaching staff um, got used to some of the new system stuff um, and got a little bit more familiar with one another as a group. And um, you know, I think at times uh, you could see our game um, look like we, we want it to look. And um, at other times, obviously, with, with a lot of the lineup changes and um, maybe lack of cohesiveness as a group, um, you know, we struggled. But hopefully next year uh, that doesn't happen as much and, and, and we, uh, we can – be a much better team. Um, individually, I think, uh, you know, I had a good year. Um, you know, I'm really never satisfied. I, I think I could have produced at, a, at an even higher clip. I, I look back on some of the chances that I've had and some of the games where, um, you know, the finish wasn't there. But uh, at the same time, I think, uh, you know, I proved that, uh, you know, I can be a top player in this league. I am a top player in this league. And, you know, I've, uh, you know, it's my job to put the puck in the net, and I've done that pretty consistently over uh, the last number of years. For Brent Burns, the recent season was like no other he had ever faced. Yeah, it's been definitely a difficult, unique year that uh, probably wouldn't want to repeat, I don't think. You know, I think it's everybody's handles different situations differently. I think a lot of people are in a lot of different situations. You know, at the end of the day, I think – I feel blessed to be able to to work and, and do something that I love to do and, and to, to do it as normally as possible, I guess you could say. But um, in saying that doesn't mean it's easy. So, you know, um, I was really happy to get back and to, to play and um, try to get some normalcy back. So, yeah, multifaceted answer, I think, you know, just in the fact that you're happy to be back and doing it. But it was obviously very different and and more difficult than normal. In goal, Martin Jones had some excellent moments and some big challenges. It was a, a trying season. There was a lot of uh, factors, um, you know, starting in Arizona, um, you know, all the, the COVID protocols that we're dealing with. And, um, you know, it was it took a toll on, on a lot of guys, I think. And uh, for me personally, I think um, – you know, I played, I played a lot of good hockey this year. Um, and, uh, you know, I sort of came undone a little bit towards the end of the season. Um, but I did play a lot of good hockey. And I think uh, for me, I just need to find a way to, to be a little bit more consistent. Veteran Patrick Marlowe spent his 23rd season in the National Hockey League, passing Gordie Howe's record on the all-time games played list. It certainly was a season to remember. Yeah, it was a very tough, tough season, I think, uh, 
you know, with, with everything with, with COVID, um, you know, personally, my play of, you know, not, uh, was not happy with, with my play or with the, with the results I, I got this year. And, uh, I lost, lost some, there's some pretty sleepless nights with that, but, uh, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, a re- rebound season next year. Left-wing Timo Meyer had some ups and downs too, but in the late-season development, he likes what he sees. Obviously, ups and downs, and, and, and a difficult year. And for me, um, you you want to finish it the right way, going to the worlds, and you know playing there with a new team and, and representing your country. So, um, yeah, just trying to make the best out of it and, and learn from all those experiences and uh, become a better player and a better person. Mentally, it was a really tough year to get through. Right wing Kevin LeBanc talked about it. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely challenging. You know, uh, felt like uh, you're just going from the from the rink to your house to your house to the rink, and you know, it was just uh, there's just no no normalcy, which uh, uh, which really sucks. But uh, hopefully, uh, things change next year. Each season brings positives and negatives. But in the final analysis, Brent Burns says that the hardest thing was to miss the playoffs for a second consecutive year. Yeah, I think in this lifestyle, it's it's just tough when you're not winning anytime. So, you know, when you're losing more often than winning, it's just adds a lot of uh, excess stress and um, problem solving that, you know, trying to fix things. It's just, yeah, it's not fun. Sharks Hockey Digest will continue in just a moment. Start your summer in a brand new Mazda. It's time for our annual Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Oak Tree Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Where you'll find some of our biggest incentives of the year combined with our super aggressive no-brainer pricing. And that means truly epic no-brainer deals. Save big during the Memorial Day sales event at the Bay Area DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. One of the most important aspects of any hockey team is its culture, and getting a better culture inside the Sharks' locker room was one of the major goals of the team this season. But record aside, was the season a step forward or a step backward? Veteran defenseman Eric Carlson gave us his viewpoint. No, I think it was a necessary step that uh, needed to happen. I think that everybody, you know, early on, uh, you know, result-based kind of figured out where we were going, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of Younger guys that it's going to need, you know, uh, some experience. I think that they got that this year. I think that, you know, as tough as it's been uh, throughout this whole season, uh, both on and off the ice, I think that, uh, you know, we have uh, accomplished a lot. And uh, I think that it has us uh, excited for, uh, you know, next year. Carlson's seen a lot in his NHL career, and he gave us his analysis of the team culture that he saw develop all season. Yeah, I think this has been a year where, uh, you know, we haven't had, you know, much connection to the outside world. We've had to rely on, uh, you know, each other. And, you know, we spend a lot of time together, even though we're separated, uh, you know, on the road a little bit more than, than normally maybe. But it also, in a way, I think have connected everybody on a, on a different level. So I think it's been a good year for, for this group. And, and you know, uh, moving forward, uh, I think it's been a, a good setting for the young guys to come into. Uh, you know, we've had more guys around, even though it hasn't been fun for a lot of them to, you know, practice as much as, as they have this year. I think that uh, developmentally and, and uh, 
you know collectively as a group i think it's been it's been a good thing to have all those mm -hmm. bodies around and and you know especially for a team like ours that's uh, you know very young and a lot of guys that uh, you know haven't had much experience uh, at this level so uh, if you look at it that way i think it's been a good year for for this club kevin lebank saw the season's cultural development as a step forward yeah i think uh, everybody was a lot more on the same page we were playing a better structured game and i think uh, our game as a team is headed in the right direction and you know next season i think it'll be a a really good uh, stepping stone for us uh, to see where our game will be at center tomas hurdel said it was definitely not a step back uh, i don't think it like step back you know i think we prove it we can play really good hockey we just have to find a way you know play 60 minutes games and i think we get like a couple of good guys you know they come here, you know, new guys and they play really well, like Rudy, you know, Barbs, you know, last couple of games when he come and, and I think he's right there, you know, we got for sure some, uh, you know, guys banged up and stuff like that, but it was, you know, for sure tough season because, you know, we don't make the playoff, but I don't think it's the step back. And I think it's just maybe actually forward, you know, with young guys, you know, they get to the league, you get like every night, almost six new guys, you know, in the lineup. So it's, you know, big task too, but I think they learn, you know, they know what is, they have to be ready for next season. You know, they, they know they have to work hard, you know, playing this league every night. So uh, I don't take it like, you know, step back. Timo Meyer checked in with his opinion. Yeah, it's, it's different, different team, more young guys. So it's, it's definitely a, a different vibe. Um, there's definitely, you know, still some stuff that has to be fixed. And uh, like I said, there's going to be enough time this, this summer to reflect on some things and, and, and work uh, work on that. But Captain Logan Couture says there's still a long way to go. I don't think it was good enough. I think uh, we, we definitely made strides. Obviously, you know, I say it wasn't good enough because we didn't make the playoffs. Um, you know, there's there's different aspects of, of our game on the ice that uh, we can improve in and off the ice as well. So uh, anytime you miss the playoffs, you're one of the, the 14 teams that doesn't get in. There's areas to improve. Defenseman Mario Ferraro expounded on some of the improvement. I don't think it was uh, really negative in any way last year. Um, it was obviously a little bit frustrating, you could say, uh, because um, obviously not making the playoffs and the way the year ended wasn't easy. But um, I think that, you know, this year overall, the, there was a lot of good signs. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, I, I think, good emotions in the room. Um Obviously, we weren't happy to not make the playoffs, but uh, I really like the fact that, you know, even though the last stretch of games, we, we weren't really in that playoff position uh, and, and we were eliminated, we still competed and we still showed up. Uh, <clears throat> some of the results weren't the way we wanted to, but, you know, at least we were working hard uh, and, and still showing emotion, even though we were out of the playoffs. And I think that, you know, um, things are coming together. Uh, we just... You know, got to build on it. Like I said, uh, it takes time. Uh, you know, we got to get tighter as a group. There's a lot of new guys coming in, uh, a lot of new young guys coming in and, um, you know, to, to really bond and, and, and mesh well together. It, you know, it takes a little bit of time. But I think that, you know, yeah, we, we've been positive for the most part. And that's not easy um, having a goal to make the playoffs and not being able to accomplish that goal. Um, you know, uh, for this year, it's it's not easy to always be positive in, in times where the result isn't there. But um, I think when you look at the bigger picture and, and, and as we look at, you know, next year, the goal again is to make the playoffs. 
um, you know, we show up and, and with that positivity and that energy, uh, and, you know, the off season, uh, for me personally, uh, it's an exciting time. I love to, uh, you know, take two months or whatever it is and, and show up the next year, hopefully, you know, with, with new improvements to my game and something I can add. And I think that everybody in this locker room takes a lot of pride in that and being able to, you know, show up two months later and have something to prove, show up at camp and have, have something else to, to, uh, to show for next year. And I think it's a huge opportunity. And I think we're going to be, uh, you know, ready to go. And I think it's going to be a positive mindset. It always should be. When it comes to culture, Tomas Hurdle said he liked the development and the improvement that he saw in the locker room all season. Yeah. You know, you know, we, we just get like this, first month in Arizona together so we get time to hang out and and just be just be together you know for a month even during the year because we we're not able to go anywhere to restaurant and stuff so we we've been just kind of close you know like almost like family just locking out to our room so I think it get better you know to guys try get on the board you know everybody like work you know nobody was everybody was going you know in, in the gym together nobody was I think practice has got better on the ice too. I think we've been like a little struggling last year. So I think we, we can still improve it and uh, on that. But I think the room get together better, you know, and it was still like it sucks still losing, but it was more for sure more fun than last year. You're listening to Sharks Hockey Digest on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Through the course of the NHL season, the Sharks definitely improved in a variety of areas. Head coach Bob Bugner discussed some of them. Well, we made an adjustment after game 10 in our, uh, in our D zone. Um, you know, we was just, we were giving up too much time and we still did, but you know, we improved a lot in, uh, um, you know, man on man situations up top when, when, when they're uh, in the big ice. And I thought we did a better job of identifying, um, you know, it was a little bit of a mess there for the first 10 games. So that, that, that got a lot better. Um, you know, so we had uh, given our goalie more support in front of them, which was our goaltending numbers, uh, you know, improved there in that little area. And, uh, um, you know, I just thought that we played fast and that's one of the things I said, you know, before the season I wanted to do is, 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 uh, um, really make sure that we're, you know, a fast team to play against. And if you look in our division and you look around, I mean, uh, um, we, we needed to get better in that area. Um, you know, so again, like I, I've already commented on the offensive improvements and, uh, and, and that's just a, that's just a direct correlation of, of, you know, transitioning fast, um, putting pucks behind people if you don't have a play. And then where we really excelled, I thought, in, in, in one of the areas that we talked about all season was, you know, attacking from below the tops of the circles and, and creating that triangle and, 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 uh, you know, um, quick strike mentalities and, and, you know, um, inner slot chances, those kind of things, instead of, you know, always uh, bumping it back to our D and, you know, and looking for the long shot and the tip. I thought we really, uh, um, you know, attacked, attack teams from below the tops of the circle. So that's one thing that we'll continue to do. That's not going to change. Um, you know, and I also thought that we, on our entries, we create a lot of offense from, you know, getting the puck past the half ice, which we call, you know, our money line kind of play where, you, you know, you're, you're transferring the puck from one side of the ice to the other and, and attacking that way instead of, you know, always having the puck on the one side. So we, we, we did some good things in that in that department. What it all comes down to for Bugner is that if the Sharks get a couple of more timely saves and a few power play goals here and there, 
it'll show up in the record next year. My number one focus was to create some more offense and uh, um, and be uh, an offensive minded team, and and we achieved that. I think. And, and when you look at the analytics, um, you know, you, you almost have to take out games one to 10 and games 46 to 56, because, um, you know, we obviously know what happened here in the last few weeks and playing a young lineup and, you know, and young goalies and everything else. And, and uh, so, you know, to be fair, and in the first 10 games, you know, um, I know every team's the same, but a team like us with a lot of new faces, a lot of young guys, uh, it was just, you, you know, it was a preseason for us. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we survived it. We came out of it 500, but there was a lot of, uh, a lot of areas for improvement, but we sit here today and, and uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, um, we're expected goals for in the league 10th overall out of 31 teams. Um, and we're third in the Honda division behind um, um, Vegas and Colorado. So for me, that just, you know, this, the systems that we put in um, obviously, uh, you know, obviously worked. We uh, inner slot, uh, inner shot chances, and from the slot, we're fourth uh, in the National Hockey League. Um, so the, it's it, those are expected goals for. Us. So we're getting the chances. Obviously, some nights are better than others of of bearing our chances. Um, you know, power play absolutely has to improve, and that's uh, um, that's not only on the players; that's on the coaching staff. And uh, um, we have to find a way to get the right guys in the right positions and and uh, and get the looks that we're looking for there. That's that's a huge part of uh, you know our improvement in the off season. I think Barabanov will help that, um, but we we definitely need to sort that out. And um, you know on the on the flip side of that, again taking games one to ten and 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 uh, you know the last ten away defensively. Um, you know we weren't a very good breakout team this year and. Uh, um, you know, we gave up too many chances and, and, and really it comes down to me is, is, you know, if you look at the analytics is D's D zone time against, um, you know, in in the system that we play, um, it's funny, you look at Boston, you look at the Islanders, you look at these teams that, you know, are great defensively, um, but they're not great. They're not great in the analytic department of how much time they spend, um, in their end. And it's just their system, but they defend very, very well. So whatever system that we're talking about, we have to, we have to have the ability to um, kill more plays. Uh, when we do, we got to break out cleaner, and we got to cut down on the on the giveaways in the D zone on our on our exits. And that's what really got us this year. Yes, there was goaltending issues. We all know that. Um, but uh, so those, if I look at the season as a snapshot, just talking about offense and defense, um, that's where we sit. For a time during the course of the twenty one campaign, the Sharks definitely showed some of these improvements. But it was a homestand against L.A. and Anaheim that proved to be the turning point for defenseman Mario Ferraro. You could say so, yeah. We were definitely buzzing before that. Uh, we were playing real hard, playing real good hockey. Um, and then that kind of, you know, we were in a, a real strong playoff race. And uh, those stretch of games hurt us for sure um, against teams that, you know, we should we should be battling and, and should, should get the wins against um, teams that w- weren't in the playoff position. Um, and I think that, you know, it definitely was uh, a part of the season where if we maybe capitalized and and took a few more wins in those scenarios, we'd, we'd uh, would have had more of a, a chance to push for the playoffs. But uh, at the end of the day, there were times at the beginning of the season where you could say that if we were more dialed in and, and collected more wins in, in tight games that that we weren't able to really find the wins and we found uh, sort of ways to lose those games. You know, you could say that that had impact uh, in the later stretch of the season. So uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to say because you know it is a 56 game season. Um, it's it's not what we're used to as an 82 game season, but it 
it uh, it involves a lot of you know ups and downs throughout the course of the year. Um, but I would say that that was definitely um, an important stretch for us that we weren't really able to capitalize on. And you know, those are things that you learn from, and and uh, you know, just moments that you, you know you, you when when the next time comes around. Uh, you remember, so you do your best to, to prevent that from happening again. So um, uh, that definitely uh, wasn't uh, our best stretch of the season there uh, and had impact on, on our playoff push. But, um, you know, once again, like I said, you know, we're, we're a younger group and the only thing we can do is, is look forward to, to improve on that and hopefully not let that happen again in an opportunity that we may have next year. Things definitely took longer to get going without the benefit of training camp or a home ice. Veteran Mark Edward Vlasic definitely saw that his game improved as the season went on. Took uh, 10 ish games to get going, and then after that, uh, solid defensively, career high in hits per games. So that's, that's pretty cool. Vlasic also had to make an adjustment to the fact that he was on the third defensive pair instead of the top unit. I just go out there and try to help the team win. We didn't win. We didn't make the playoffs. But however I'm used, I go on the ice and I try to help the team win. One thing that Coach Bob Bugner noted was that the top two centers, Logan Couture and Tomas Hurdle, seemed to wear down at times due to the fact that the Sharks were looking for some additional depth at that position. But the Sharks captain looked at it this way. That's our job. I mean, we expect that out of ourselves. So that's, I don't agree with, with that statement. I think that, you know, he's, he's trying to, trying to help us out in that aspect. But, um, you know, for Tommy and I, we take pride in, in playing in all situations. And um, oh, every player does. Every player wants to play in all situations. You, you want to be on the ice. You want to help your team. So, um, you know, that's on us to be better. My, myself, I can't speak for Tommy. I thought he had a very good stretch near the end of the season. And, um, you know, was probably our best player for the last 20-some games. But, uh, you know, for me, I can say I, I had a tough stretch in the middle of the season. Um, you know, I, I've just got to figure it out and get out of the, get out of the hole quicker. Um, but I think uh, you know it, it motivates me going into this this off season to uh, to come back and be a better player. And there's always stuff you learn throughout a hockey season, and I learned a lot this year, even though the circumstances were very very difficult. Um, you know, like I guess I've said this multiple times: mentally draining and physically demanding season. I think uh, you know we'll all be better from uh, from what we went through. Were injuries an issue at all during the season? It's no, no excuse. So everyone was hurt. We played 56 games in 100 and some days. I mean, every single player, I guess, I would bet in the NHL was hurt at some point with, with some. So uh, it's no excuse. No, injuries are never an excuse. But Bugner noted that it is a reality that some of those late season injuries that the team suffered were nagging. Well, I think we were pretty uh, up front. Obviously, you guys know that Johnny Leonard uh, went in the boards hard and, and hit his head. You know, you know, Veeler's eyes, um, you know, I think, you know, uh, Simmer was a, um, a bit of an oblique strain that, you know, every time he turned and every time he tried to make a play on his backhand or hit a guy, it was, uh, you know, a spiking pain. Um, I'm trying to think of the rest. Uh, you know, Cooch was just, uh, um, you know, banged up and and multiple lower body things but nothing that was uh you know um that needs fixing or anything in the summer um you know for the most part uh um again nothing that was uh um nothing that's a, a season ending kind of thing 
We'll continue in a moment. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey, and if they had it their way, they always will. But there's one thing Jack can't make more of, moments. Those are on us to create. You see, friends, we only get one shot at this crazy ride, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. So whether today's the day you're trying that thing you've always wanted to do or just going to sip a glass of Jack with your San Jose Sharks, don't let a single moment go to waste. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels, Distillery, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, Old Number 7, Registered Trademarks. 2020 Jack Daniels, all rights reserved. Each offseason is an intense training period for all of the players on the Sharks. Some will represent their country in the upcoming IIHF World Championship Tournament in Latvia. Others will go to the AHL and play for the San Jose Barracuda in the Pacific Division playoffs. But most others will take some time off and spend it with their family. That's the plan for head coach Bob Bugner. Yeah, going back to Canada, uh, I'm going to spend some time with the kids. I haven't seen my kids in six months, and uh, it's probably the longest uh, stretch of my life not seeing my children. So going back home and uh, just spending some time back there and, and trying to catch up with the family and, uh, you know, and, and friends. And um, and then I'll, uh, you know, I'm going to be back and forth this summer uh, quite a bit and, uh, you know, getting work done in preparation for next year. Eric Carlson is also looking forward to some quality time with his wife and family. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, you know, hopefully uh, the world is taking a turn for the better here uh, come this summer. And, uh, you know, we can all go back to uh, to a new normal, uh, you know, where you can look people in the eye again and, and you know, see everybody and, and you know, not feel like uh, you have to be, uh, you know, as isolated as we have been for over a year now. But when it comes right down to it, there's only one goal that these Sharks players have. And that's to bring a Stanley Cup to San Jose. In Brent Burns's mind, that's all he thinks about. Yeah, I mean that's, you know, that's the end all for anybody. I think, um, you know, I think not only is that accomplishment, but I think, you know, you're you're part of something super special, um, and, and you're just in a winning winning place. So it's more fun. I think it's just that's what it's about. It's just about having having as uh, as much fun throughout the year. You're going through that together and. Uh, yeah, that's what any of us want. And Mark Edward Vlasic definitely believes that the Sharks will return to the playoffs. There's no rebuild. Uh, next year we'll be back and uh, we'll be competing for the playoffs and for a Stanley Cup. Now that's a result that everybody in San Jose would be happy with next season. But the work starts right now. I'm Dan Rusinowski. Thanks a lot for joining me for this edition of Sharks Hockey Digest. You've been listening to Sharks Hockey Digest. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.